Happy birthday, Halloween. Halloween, happy Halloween. Happy birthday, Jesus. Dude. We, I'm so glad you came. <laughs> I have to say, Halloween, I think I've already said this, but dude, Halloween episodes might be my favorite. Dude, I <laughs> love the kinda, whole October. Dude. We always have spooky shit going on. Dude, I'm loving it. And it's the weather's changing, even oh. though it felt like summer today. And Dude, yeah, kind of fuck that. Yeah. I was pissed. But the leaves were pretty, and the sunset was gorgeous, and it's just, you know, it's Halloween season. It's spooky season. Dude, when I had to take off my coat today, hold up, I was a little pissed. It's not even, it's not even spooky season. It's Halloween. Dude, it's spooky day. It is spooky day, guys. It's the day. Oh, for the listeners, it's yeah. It's the day Shh. that are. <laughs> Don't break the fourth wall, man. Dude, it's spooky day for in in our hearts. Yeah. It is spooky day. And our mind. It's October 31st. And for the listeners, it is October 31st. Hell yes. And if it's not, then it's my fault and you can crucify me. Yeah, I, it better be oh, released better, on the yeah. 31st. Guys, it's going to be on the 31st. But if it's not, no. Actually, no there's if. no if not. If dude. there's if it's not, though, you can crucify me, literally. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Brothers, One Brain Cell, episode one. <laughs> no, that's not right. Hold on. 61? Episode, yeah, episode 61 of season four. First episode of season four, guys. We did it. We made it. Round of applause. Yes. Four seasons in. This is fantastic. Uh, I, can I be honest with you guys? Mm. I thought I was going to have to drop the podcast. Really? Yeah, because when I realized how much time uh, this tattooing is going to (laughs) take. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's going to take a lot of personal time, dude. Oh, wait, you're starting your tattoo apprenticeship? I might, yeah. That's some news, everybody. Uh, I'm going to be a tattoo artist in, like, a year's time. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool shit. Uh, But, you know, with having a job to pay for all that and doing that, it's, you know. Difficult. Yeah. So I thought, I was thinking that I might, but, you know, it only takes... Like an, an evening. evening. Yeah, an mm-hmm. evening of my week. So it's not really that bad. <laughs> no. Anyways, see, episode 61, season four. We're here, Three Brothers, One Brain Cell. My name's Justice. <laughs> I'm Judah. And I am Steven. Welcome to Halloween. Halloween. Okay, that was actually kind of cool. Uh, here on this podcast, uh, each one of us brings a fun little spooky little topic. Uh, I say spooky only because it's spooky season it's and spooky, spooky day. Uh We've each brought a little spooky topic to the table, spooky. and we determine who goes first with a die roll, a die 20 roll, and I'll be rolling first. Here we go. Yay. Yes. Three. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn Steven's it. Steven's rolling that. Please, Ooh. I really don't need to go last. Dude. I'm going to roll a one. Guys, you fucking jinxed let's it, Let's go. Dude. Let's go. Let's go. And I, Judah, will roll an 18. <laughs> as always. Nice. As hey, always. guys, I'm actually really excited about this dude. because you know how- Yeah. Come on, man. This will literally mark three three or four in a row that I've gone last. That's usually I, that's like for real, goes. though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. Well, the Halloween episode. This one, I did a little bit of weird research. The way this came together was very weird. And um, so I, I went to a randomizer because I was like, oh, I want to have a – I want to do another script, but I want to write this script. And um, so I went to a bunch of randomizers for names, and I was like, oh, I'll randomize costumes. So I went to a costume randomizer, and then I was like, I got to find, you know, something 
and then I ended up on like an actual like an actual historical topic because I found like a town and I was like, oh, I wonder what happened in this specific town. And it turns out there was a whole um, a whole legend there. So this this script is loosely, I say very loosely based on um, the I don't know how it's pronounced. The Beast of Jevadon. Jevadon. It's a Jevadon. It's a town in France. Oh. Um, so I sent you all the scripts, and you can go ahead and look at it. Okay. The Cryptic Busting Boys. Loosely based on true events. <laughs> loosely. We've got characters Dewey Hobbs, a smart but also dumb investigative YouTuber. Joel Robertson, a dumb and very irrational and violent YouTuber. Okay. Which, who, who wants to play who? Don't look into the script yet. Oh, well, I want to... Why don't we... What? Why, why, why... Wait, hold on. Well, I guess y'all can look into the script a little well, bit. Well, why don't you... Why don't you choose since it's your script? No. I, I'm excited. I, I wrote it knowing kind of what ones y'all would be, but if it's if it's different, then I think it would be still hilarious. I'll be Dewey Hobbs. Okay. Oh, that's perfect, because I was going to choose Joel. That's exactly <laughs> how I wrote it. I figured that Great. was how um, it was going to be. <clears throat> okay. Don't look too into it, okay? Okay. Dude, I'm, reading, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading. Oh my god. <clears throat> so we're going to preface. Two YouTubers, Dewey Hobbs and Joel Robertson, the cryptic busting boys, have a channel where they bust... <laughs> Old myths and cryptids with their time machine, patent pending. For this episode, they are traveling back to 1764, October 8th, in Givaudan, an ancient region of France, formerly located in the southern province of Languedoc, where the first recorded attack of the beast of Givaudan was recorded earlier that year. They only chose to go on Halloween because it's a themed episode. Scene <laughs> inside a dingy-looking building. The start of a YouTube video with a peppy, royalty-free music. Hey guys, it's your busting boys back at it again, this time with a spooky episode. As you guys know, we are actual time travelers, and for today's spooky episode, we're going back in time! Yeah, all the way back to 1764 in a small town in the province of Giovon... Giovon... Jevadon, France. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm Dewey Hobbs. I do the investigating. And I'm Joel. It's your boy, Joel. Me, Joel. I kill things that are bad and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you do that, man. <laughs> we love to go back in time and really bust myths and shit. We took your suggestions to go back and investigate. And possibly destroy and kill. Yeah, man. You do that too. Investigate and bust the Beast of Jevedon. It's said that the Beast killed around 100 men, women, and children from 1764 to 1767. Many people just thought it was a wolf, but some evidence may suggest it might not have been a wolf at all. That's where we that's what we're here to do. We're gonna bust in this crypt. Damn, we really should have changed that slogan. What was that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Let's get the machine running. They pan the camera to the corner of a dimly lit room. It looks like they are in an old warehouse that's littered with old equipment and trash. There appears to be a heap of garbage with a porta potty jammed in the middle, surrounded by the trash. They walk to the door and open it. Inside looks like a normal but 
well-used porta potty with a whirring machine sticking out of the center of the toilet. Here she is. We found this baby years ago, and that's also when we decided to make it public on YouTube. Yeah, Joel was about to shit his pants when he found it and wasn't looking when he sat down. <laughs> so his rectum transported us to the past. A lot of people ask us why we were both in there at the same time. So yeah, let's get this baby running. Let me just set this uh, dial really quickly to October 8th. 1764. That shit, ready to go. <laughs> shit. Let's bust! On top of the mirror comes to focus, and you see an old cobbled road in the countryside of France. So here we are, guys. Now what do we do, Dewey? Follow a trail of dead bodies? So actually, that happens today that we're going to try and catch. Today is October 8th which just so happens to be when a group of bounty hunters followed the beast out into the woods after another victim falls, a uh, victim, to its pause. They follow the beast into the woods until it reaches an open path where they shoot rounds and rounds of musket balls into it. They see the beast fell, but then got back up and ran off. Holy shit, guys, are you hearing about these balls? All of that's going to happen in a couple minutes, so we need to hurry. But first, let's get through some theories as to what dude oh is my doing. God. You're so close. I got it. I'm All of that's going to happen in a couple minutes, so we need to hurry. But first, let's get through some theories as to what this little big guy is. Some say that it could have been a lion, striped hyena, Eurasian wolf, and possibly even a werewolf or an armored war dog. Some even suspect a serial killer since all of the victims' heads were taken off. Yeah, that's why today I brought an assault rifle to really fuck up whatever this thing is. Hell yeah, man! Let's go! They start running down the path to see a mob of people armed with pitchforks and muskets chasing down a large black figure. Hey guys, wait up! Bro, I don't think they understand American. Oh, shit, my bad. Uh, uh, croissant, my bros! Some of the witch hunters look back at them while still pursuing the beast with a very confused look. That worked! Hell yeah, man! Let's keep chasing them down! Croissants, brothers! Let's keep this party going! Joel proceeds to fire multiple automatic rifle rounds into the air, in turn terrorizing the hunters, making them scream and scatter while the beast is still running away. Yo, we just completely altered history! Sick! Yeah! Joel and Dewey, having scared away the hunters, are now the only people chasing the beast. They follow it into a clearing into the woods. Stop right fucking now! I'll shoot you, I swear to God! <laughs> the beast stops. <laughs> the beast stops and turns around. Oh, hey man. You don't really have to do that. Come on, dude. Cut it out. <laughs> the beast stands up on his hind legs. Clearly a man in a fursuit now. What the fuck? The beast is a furry? Yeah, man. That's like... Not cool what you're doing right now. Like, guns can hurt people, man. And no judging. We all got our things going on. So, like, chill, dude. Ooh, wait. Hold the heckin' phone, man. You still fucking kill people and, and like, took their heads off and shit. And, and like, you're speaking American. What, what the hell? You're fucking freaking me out, man. It all started with a bang and a thud. The beast crumpled to the ground and didn't get up. Joel had fucking 360 no-scoped it. 
Oh, Joel, you scallywag. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm keeping that in, Dude, too. Loki, my throat's kind of hurting now. Oh, Joel, you scallywag. I guess we can say the beast was, in fact, a furry and fake the whole time. This beast isn't getting up anytime soon. <laughs> hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed our latest episode of the Cryptid Busting Boys. Remember, kids. Firearms are fun, and happy Halloween. All right, guys, we'll see you next time we bust. Bye-bye, fellow busters. Dude. High five! Oh, no. High five! Yeah, man. I finished writing that today. Dude, that was fucking awesome. awesome, dude. Oh, my God. I fucking loved that. I'm going to keep in every single fuck-up that I did in that dude, one. Dude, that was great. I don't want it to be too many fuck-ups. How, no, how long did that run on the time? I, I was 15 curious. minutes, dude. Oh, Damn. Well, we still got, I, that's what I was kind of hoping for. <gasps> Hold on, we'll wait. Go. I want to tell everybody, because I'm not keeping it in, mm. that one time you hear me mess up, <laughs> the audience, when you hear me say, <laughs> what's the line? What was the fucking line, dude? Um, oh, I got it. I'll oh, it. oh. When you hear me say... All that's going to happen in a couple minutes. When I say let's get through some theories, that took me how many tries like to do? 10 or 12. Dude, it was it, too many. It was a handful. So, I just need the audience to know. This was actually cool because I was like looking. I got I, I hit a randomizer on a random town, and it was Jevedon, like France. Yeah. And I was like, what happened during this specific time period? I said 1764 because that was also a random time period, and the Beast of Jevedon showed up. And it's like actually – that's actually what? a beast. That's kind of crazy. Like, the Beast of Jebedon is a beast. They thought it was, like, a beast. Like, every every little bit of history that you were saying was actually true. So there was some there kind of There were people creature. hunting people down. There was, like, a oh, whole group shit, of people dude. hunting um, down creature. the beast. Yeah. The oh, shit. When I mentioned armored war dogs. <laughs> That's cool looking. Yeah. God. Um, but I'll, I'll find a better piece of the beast. The better pic- A better picture of the Beast of Jebedon. Oh, yeah, I kind of want to send you... Um, I know I'm touching the thing, but that one. Ooh, yeah, that's cool. Ooh. Um, so the first recorded fatal attack of the beast occurred on June 30th, 1764, when a 14-year-old shepherdess, uh, Jeanne Bullet, tended a flock of sheep. I think it's um, Jean. It was not the um, a young woman's tending cattle was attacked by a creature like a wolf, yet not a wolf, but escaped because the herd defended her. Um, mm. dude. Yeah, and the whole thing about the people shooting it with, like, a bunch of rounds of muskets and then getting off and, like, falling down and then getting up and walking off was true, too. That actually happened. Yeah. And there was, like, decapitations yeah, happening? Yeah, and King King uh, Louis the 15th is X5. The uh, 15th. Yeah. King Louis the 15th was very invested in this. He sent lots of – they were bounty hunters that he sent after it. That's the group of people – Dude, oh, um, to be a bounty hunter in and the 1760 large, something. So one of the big things was a large wolf is shot by King's gun bearer. On September 20th, 1765, Francois Antoine, the King's 71-year-old gun bearer, and his nephew shot a large wolf near Abbey at Chazes, which was assumed to be the beast. Um, I think yeah, an autopsy of the animal revealed human remains inside. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and a lot of... All, like almost all of the victims were headless, which is weird Dude, for a creature so to do. Yeah. What if? Hear me out. What if the beast was actually two people? 
It was a serial killer and his big accomplice described by eyewitnesses as something other than a typical wolf. It was as large as a calf or sometimes a horse. Its coat was reddish gray with a long, strong panther-like tail. What the fuck? The head and legs were short-haired and the color of a deer. It had black stripe on its back and talons on its feet. Many drawings of the beast at the time endow it with lupine characteristics. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't what know that what means. that means either. Um, Dude, witness cool. des- witnesses describe the beast as an ambush hunter, which stalked its prey and seized it by the throat. The wounds found on the bodies were typically to the head and limbs, with the remains of sixteen victims reportedly decapitated. God damn. I like, would kind of think that's a serial killer, too, at that point. Yeah. The creature prowled in the evenings and the mornings. Um, and the best theories, this is one of them, which sounds about right. The hyena dawn, <clears throat> which is, I think, oh, is a dude, hyena. yeah. The fucking, those things are extinct now. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, um, that was like a real creature, dude. They looked, they looked like a cartoon. Yeah. They're big, too. Are they big? Yeah. Yeah. They're extinct dude, now. There's and a then, black and white photo of them. They were actually up until, like, a point where we could take... Fucking pictures of them, dude. That might be the culprit then. That but would make like, sense. were they were they like super aggressive like that? Um, I don't know. I guess, yeah. Um, yeah. The the also all of those theories about the armor, even the armored wolf, like the armored war dog, you know, and a dog wolf hybrid and a human, you know. And it said also unrealistic is that the beast was an extinct prehistoric predator, such as a bear dog, dire wolf, or a hyena dog. Which a hyena dawn, I wouldn't doubt, because it looks exactly like the description. Yeah. Um, the idea that such a large animal would evade detection for thousands to millions of years is just too implausible, Smith argues. See, I don't know. Where he is. Because we say, we say that, and then we have animals that have yeah, literally done right? that. Yeah. So, like, like that like, one fish that was just, like, chilling, and yeah. they thought they were, it was extinct for a Dude, long time. fish, fucking mammals, all kinds of but stuff yeah. that they're like, that doesn't exist anymore. And then one of them shows up, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, they're just hiding from humans. Yeah. All right, well, dude, that was pretty cool, dude. It was yeah. awesome. I really enjoyed that script, too. Yeah. And hey, wait, I, I, found, I thought it was so cool that it was actually based on stuff. Park the Herald Angels Sing. Glory 2. The ad read that's coming up <laughs> right now. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the ad break of Three Brothers, One Brain Cell. Have you ever wondered to yourself, gee, I just wish I could see more of these pals' faces? Well, you're in luck, because Three Brothers, One Brain Cell sound the celebration has an Instagram account at TBOBcast, where they post behind the scenes photos, reels, and keep you updated on when the episodes come out in case you missed that bell notification from the platforms that you can follow us on, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iTunes, and more. Care to have your own ad inserted in this episode? Well, good news, you can personal message us on TBOBcast Instagram, or you can email us at tbobpodcast3 at gmail.com. Now, enough of taking your time out from your program. Enjoy the rest of the show. (laughs) 
Whoa, that ad read was incredible. Spooky. Yes. I, I, I was scared. It was choppy. It was... Shit my pants a couple times. All right, am I going to have a lot to edit through? <laughs> you might need to splice a little bit. Okay, I see, I see. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, welcome, everybody, to my segment, Justice Talking Here. Um, hey. Hey, guys. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, guys. Uh, I brought something spooky, something spooky. freaky. Actually, no, I didn't. It's, oh. No, it is spooky. It's spooky-themed, okay? okay. All right. Oh, good. <clears throat> what movie's coming out soon, guys? Five Nights oh, at Freddy's. That's right. God. That's right. I thought it was already now, out. Now, we're no. all going to go... Yeah. No, it's 27th. 27th it's coming out. Ooh, so, hear me, me out. Okay. okay. Everybody's going to be watching this movie in the theaters. Yeah. For sure. But let's not forget about the video games, how scary they are, how spooky they are. Some of them. To spooky. prep for... Both of these things. I have found a WikiHow article. No way. On how to not be scared of Five Nights at Freddy's. Holy shit. Are you so? Let's buckle in, shall we? Yes. I figured I was going to get maybe a little too spooked, okay? Okay. Here's the opening. Five Nights at Freddy's is an indie horror game series that took the world by storm. Its concepts, lore, and gameplay have inspired many games like it. Although, this horror game is just one of many, and it may not be as hard as you think to overcome the jolt of fear that comes when... Oh, okay, that's the... Okay, wow. That was kind of anticlimactic there. Thanks, WikiHow. <laughs> just ending it like that. What? <laughs> that's it. They were just like, although it's not as hard to overcome the jolt of the animatronic monsters. End of... All right, oh. anyways. Oh, I thought that was the end of the wiki. How? No, 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 no. That's no. <laughs> no. Step number one. Go to YouTube. <laughs> All right. Look up Let's Plays of the games or some jump scare animations. <laughs> With repetition comes familiarity. Of course. Of course. Isn't the whole of point course. of the game to play it and be scared of it? Dude, that's not what we're here. We're prepping because it's too scary. Oh, yeah. It's too scary. I shit my pants. This is how we become not scared of it. Thank God. Yeah. We all needed this Thank in our God. lives. Oh, yeah. Security Step number two. really got me quaking in my boots. Uh, play the games. Shocker. Oh, my God. By playing the games, you can experience the fears and thrills yourself. Huh? After watching enough videos about any of the games, playing should be relatively easier. Mm. Uh, try looking for YouTubers who lay out a strategy that can be followed. Okay. All right. Why are you... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's... Uh, concerns? Questions? No, like, why concerns? Are you, why are you even playing the... Okay. Why are you playing the game yeah. at this point? Um. So you can't be scared of it? Yeah, obviously, yeah. dude. For sure. Bro, right. the last time I played this games, uh, these games, I wet my pants. I shit right. my pants. I right. need to not do that in the movie theater. This is prep. Okay. This is the training course. Okay, okay. All right? Number three. Become familiar with the jump scares. Oh, my God. Yes. That's a big part, Didn't guys. I already say that, though? <laughs> if you didn't get <laughs> enough that? jump scares, you have the option to keep watching videos or go to the custom night menu. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's after you beat the where game, you Just like where you just strap in and you just get jumped just over and over. <laughs> Conditioning. <laughs> This is method two of two, okay? Condition cool. yourself. Is I feel like this is just repetition at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, th now this one's interesting. 
using the fandom. Oh, God. Try dabbling into the FNAF fandom a bit. Don't no. try that. <laughs> Don't try dabbling into that, please. This may not be very high on your list of priorities. Please but if don't. you can find out why so many people like it, it may be easier for you. <laughs> I don't think you want to know why so many people like it. My personal favorite, try Googling a little Rule 34. <laughs> Chica. Rule 34 now? <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Focus on the lore of the games. The FNAF series has a very complicated and sometimes incomprehensible backstory. My favorite's yeah. Toy Chica. <laughs> I love reading about Toy Chica. <laughs> Deciphering this mystery has become a mission of sorts to many people online, and it has yet to be debunked. <gasps> yeah. Whoa, whoa, wow. I don't think there really ever was. I think there was a loose lore to begin with. There is a the lot of game, lore, dude. But I think mostly the fan base has created a lot of lore than yeah. the actual creator himself. Scott yeah, you know, Cawthon is dude, the creator. I, I know think what, he, uh, isn't he like not creating any more content after the movie? After no, I think I think Security Breach was his last one. Yeah, that was the big big. Which one. they released a patch, uh, a little DLC yeah, that's more Halloween. of a linear play. Not bad. Makes it better. Does I heard it that it wasn't great, dude. It 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 wasn't great because the ending was still like like you ambiguous. left you asking a lot of shit. Oh yeah, and it was ambiguous. There was no definitive shit again. But honestly, dude, I think Five Nights at Freddy's just likes leaving their lore ambiguous. Dude, you know what I think? I think that guy did a lot of like, well, what do you think that means? And when yeah. somebody was like, I think it means this, he was like, mm hmm. Well, yeah. I don't think he tried to make it too deep in the first place. And right, but that's what I'm saying. Off. That's when people were like, when people were like, oh, this got to mean something. He's like, yeah, what do you guys think it means? Yeah. Well, he did also did have a lot of help because people made the shit out of um, uh, indie games. Like Five Nights at Freddy's. Dude, yeah. he had a yeah. lot of fan lore to pull from it's after that. true. Um... Let's continue a little bit. This yeah. one, this article is really not long. We're almost done with it already. That's not oh bad. God. It doesn't uh, have yeah, to be a long episode. It just has to um, be a spooky episode. Focus on the lore of the games is what we are on. There's a little sub note here. There we go. There are several FNAF YouTubers such as Smike and 8-Bit Gaming who produce FNAF videos on a regular basis that you can watch. I used Let's to not watch. Mention Markiplier. I yep. used to watch. Yeah, eight, not talking about Markiplier, dude. 8-Bit Gaming. He's I've, kind of annoying. He's like this Irish guy. He's kind of I kind of like watching his stuff, but I used to watch him a lot when I was younger just because he didn't like curse or anything, but he would like pump the videos out, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Like uh Allie. Dude, you know who I can't believe I used to watch Allie. I can't either. You know, okay, people who edit like Oompaville have you guys ever watched Oompaville? He's gotten really popular recently. Yeah, I know the name. I know. We used he, to watch him like yeah, years ago. He did like interviews of people. Yeah. And that was that brought him into like this new circuit. But he used to just be like a let's you, player. Yeah, just a let's player. But now he's doing like all these. Dude, the way he edits, can't stand it. Mm-hmm. I really can't. And anybody who edits like him. I it's just is it, insufferable. Is it to like watch. the constant uh, boom zoom? Boom, boom. Yeah. Oh goddamn! Goddamn! Oh yes, dude. Uh, yes. Just like that. Yeah. It's shitloads of sound effects, dude. Ali, not Ali. That's Allie. how eight bit gaming was. He used to use a specific one, and it pisses me off every time I hear it. The. Arr. 
Oh, oh, is he the guy who plays Subnautica a shit ton? I think so. Yeah. But yeah, that probably. that dude, that whatever sound effect that is, oh, yeah, that like it makes me upset. It gives you, and I get the kind of audience they're pandering to, which is family friendly. They're trying to pander to the younger kids. They know their audience, so but, quick attention, fast paced yeah. kids. If you are but good at. Let's playing or having a decent personality, you don't need thousands of sound effects yeah. to get your point across in a video. Hey True. guys, are you ready for? Okay, this is the last step, and probably my favorite. Okay, step number three of all this: watch the "How to Make Five Nights at Freddy's Not Scary" videos. My favorite part of an article what? that teaches me how to not be scared is when it says, I don't fucking know. Go watch a video about it. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if this article what? can't help you, yeah, go dude. watch a video about how not to They're be like, scared. They're like, hey, we're going to give you five steps. And if this can see my comment of this whole wiki how, is it necessary to make the game with jump scares? Yes. Somebody commented. Yes, that's a <laughs> that's a that's a, a parent. Um, that's says, a parent. It, they right say there. they say the jump scares are what make the game. Um, somebody play. says, "Is something wrong with me?" Because oh. the first time I got jumped scared, normal or not? In the comments, this they're is flexing. In the comments, uh, yeah, they're like, uh, or I'm about to read no. That. What's, up, what's up? that dude left the comment being like, "I only flinched," but he's yeah. looking at the article about how not to be scared at Five Nights at Freddy's. We're well, kind of glossing over the here. fact that he's looking at this article. <laughs> Hold on, dude. Somebody said, uh, "Yes, it's normal." <laughs> that's all. That's all people are scared of the jump scares. Okay. Sometimes people think certain jump scares are funny. Everyone is different. What? Yeah. Funny? Laugh funny? at it, dude. Yeah. Oh, I mean startling in a startling way. <laughs> dude, that yeah. was a funny jump scare. Sure, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm sorry, the, that was loud. The top third uh, question. Can Gold Freddy hurt me or is he just a distraction? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're asking this question. You're in the wrong place, yeah. I think. <laughs> Can Gold Freddy hurt me? Um, yes, he, he hurts talking- you. Does he actually? Oh, yeah, that's what this comment In the says. Oh, fourth shit. game, the one where... Oh, yeah, God, I sound we... like an idiot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? no. Yeah, the, the about... one in the house. Okay, that's... to be fair, that one's scarier. Yeah. The nightmare animatronics. I never played that one. where you're a little one. kid having to close the door and look You've around You've seen the... it. Oh, I've seen it. I've just never yeah, played it. Yeah, I've never played that either. Yeah, that one's fucking creepy. Yeah, you can play that one. I think the, VR, the scariest dude. fucking ones are in VR, that's, dude. D- damn it. That's what I was going to fucking say. Oh, <laughs> right. I was trying to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, that's what I was going to say is like the games on the computer, like they're startling, sure. But when you put on a VR headset it is and you are in the situation, you're yeah. at the desk, you have to physically push the buttons and go to the door Dude, even the first game is fucking scary. I as don't. Shit. I don't get scared at stuff. It's not even the jump scares in that game. It is it, the ambience. Yes. It is the creatures actually looming over you. The tension. I don't get scared yes. at stuff. I just crumpled into a ball and laid there, and I heard an animatronic running at me, and I screamed. <laughs> I fucking I screamed like a baby, and were, I not I don't get scared at shit. Well, dude, were you this the one who crawled? In, you. Were you the one who crawled underneath the desk? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Guys, I mean, that was it. You know. Maybe we need to play that game. Maybe Tonight. we all need to go watch the movie. We need well, to do comes that, too. Out, comes out the day that I'm going to see Ellery. Whoa. Dude, She's not going to watch that movie together. Why? She doesn't watch horror movies. 
Dude, that movie mm-hmm. is not going to be scary. It's not. Okay. All right. You know what? If it is, I'll be pleasantly surprised. If it if it actually yeah. has some scariness to it, I will be pleasantly surprised. Well, now I know it's not going to be scary because I read this article and I'm not going to be scared. Exactly. Oh, you're right. You're right. We're not going to be scared. Hey, hold on. Oh, my God. If Ellery listens to this episode, she Dude, won't be scared. I'm almost forgetting the most important part of WikiHow's. What oh, would, my, wow, what yeah. What would you guys rate that article on a 1 to 5? Dude, 4 out of 10. 4 out of, no, a 1 to 5. <laughs> 1 to 5 star rating. What would you rate that article? I'd say a good 2. <laughs> okay. Wow, pretty there harsh. Was, you know, there was a little bit of a lot of repetition in there, and then at the end they were just like, I don't know, go look at some <laughs> other article about it. Yeah, that's my favorite, when they're like, go look elsewhere, I don't have the answers. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I have to agree with you. It's a two for me, too. Uh, for all those same reasons. It I'll was, put it at a two as well. It repeated, and you aren't a good article if you're sourcing videos after yeah. that. Well, you know what? They got a flat two-star rating, so good for them, I guess. I guess oh, that's a good thing. Can we put the Five Nights of Freddy's at the end of this article? Like the little, yay! <laughs> yay! We don't even need it. We just dude, did it. Yeah. High oh. fucking five, dude. Yeah. 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 I didn't participate in that, but yeah. Oh, is it my turn? No. Oopsies. All right, everybody. Welcome to my Stevens topic. Hey. So. Halloween. Today, for the spooky episode, beginning of season four, Halloween special feature. I present to you guys, and I did some more research into more true scary stories. Oh. Oh. But uh, I'm going to start with two options. Okay. Which one are we going to start with first? Are we going to start with true spooky military stories? Mm. Or, and a continuation from last time, because I'm pretty sure last Halloween I talked about this too, or last spooky episode we had, like, a while back. Huh? Home Invasion. True, yes. Not Home Invasion, but true Home Alone yes, stories. That. Let's start with that one. Let's do or, it. Or, wait, so is there, like, one from each? Is that what you're saying? I'm going to read saying? a couple uh, from a couple each. couple from each. Okay. Some of them are short. Some of them are longer. I stay we I, I stay we stay with the... T- t- okay. I, it, 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 oh, oh, oh. oh. All right. <laughs> so, what? I <laughs> just please save me, dude. <laughs> Judah. Mm-hmm. What would you like to listen to first? I don't know. Home Are you Alone. Give me an option. Home Alone. Yeah, I'm giving you guys the option. I told you. Home yeah. Alone. Oh, Home Alone. Oh. Okay. Sorry. I, I thought just you just freaked out, the... spazzed out so much <laughs> that I forgot about the choice that you guys chose. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Home Alone. So, this is from. Thoughtcatalog.com, and I swear to God, this site keeps doing this. It, like, covers the entire page with the movie ad. Oh, yes, I Um, love that. And I I have (laughs) to fucking, I have to, it's not even giving me the option to skip. Thank you. There we go. So, story number one from Nathan, and I'm not going to say his last name because that feels inappropriate. But let's just say it rhymes with Mr. Anderson. <laughs> his last name is, is Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> That's his last name. <laughs> That's so <All> right. fucking <laughs> stupid. 
<clears throat> rhymes with hold on Blanderson. <laughs> and could be from the Matrix. <laughs> All right. One night, when I was about 12 or 13, my parents were gone for a while, and I was just staying up really late, past midnight, on my desktop computer, waiting for them to come home. Like most people, I had been told a million times not to talk to strangers on the internet, but about half my friends' list on MSN, I have no idea what that is, were people I had never met before, so I was just chatting with a bunch of them. Out of nowhere, one of my online friends had told me exactly what I'd been doing the past hour or two. What I was eating, drinking, playing with when I had gotten up last. Things I hadn't mentioned in chat. I instantly got a horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. My desktop was set up in front of a big window, so as far as I knew, this person I had been talking to, that was supposed to live in a different country than me, had found my address and had been watching me through the window. Turns out he had somehow hacked into my webcam. I always left it unplugged even though I'd been warned not to when I wasn't using it. Had it been frequently watching me through it... Oh, I'd left it plugged, not unplugged. Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah. what? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd always left it plugged even though I'd been warned... Warned. Warned. <laughs> I have always left it plugged even though I'd been warned not to when I wasn't using it and had been frequently watching me through it whenever he wanted it's been 10 years, and I still have the cameras on my devices covered in thick duct tape. Huh. That's valid. Yeah, That's... dude, I bet. Dude, Holy I have shit. heard. Yeah, I've heard creepy shit about that, where people can, like, hack your computer cameras yeah. and webcams. That'd scare the fuck out of me, dude. That's just, like, violating. Yeah. All right. Man, a lot of these are about when they were kids. Story four. I just moved into my first apartment. This is story four on the website. So that was the first story yeah, I read yeah, and I yeah. skipped to four. Gotcha. I just moved in my first apartment. It was around 8.30 p.m. and I heard my doorknob moving. Ugh. Like someone was putting a key in it and turning and knocking. At first, I really got excited that my, my then boyfriend was home, but then realized it was only 8.30 and he was due home from work around 10.30. So I looked out the kitchen window and didn't see his car or anyone's car I had known parked outside. And that's when I panicked. The doorknob kept moving for a few more seconds and then stopped. A few minutes later, they had some piece of metal they were sticking between the door, trying to open the door. I freaked out at that point and locked myself in the bathroom with a knife and called 911. They tried to pry the door open about three minutes before they stopped. The police surveyed the area and found an elderly man roaming around with a knife and a crowbar. He used to live in that apartment, and he wanted his stuff back that we stole when we moved in. What I was told fuck? he was really delusional. Holy shit, dude. I am so thankful and glad I didn't answer the door once I realized there was no one I knew. To this day, my heart stops when someone knocks on my door. Bro, yeah. that... Oh. Yeah, fuck that. Oh. <laughs> Some Man. lunatic that used to live there is coming with a knife and crow's bar because someone stole his stuff. Dude. Jesus Christ, man. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. That's, uh... You know, it's always stuff about, like, somebody coming to your house, because that's where you feel safest, is in your home, and when somebody does something at your house, it's, like, that's the scariest thing. Dude, that is, uh... Yeah, that is... Again, it's, like, violating. Yeah, It's a violation of comfort. For sure. What's, like, in your mind, just a habitual place. Comfrey, comfy, comfy. Comfrey. Comfrey. <laughs> comfrey. Story 12. 
In fall 2016, I moved into half of a really old house. It was built in the 1880s, a stone's throw away from the original campus of Indiana University, which is now a park filled with homeless people and drug addicts. Fuck yeah, dude. Great. The owners basically turned it into a weird duplex. My friend had lived in it right before I moved in, and he claimed that it was haunted, but I didn't really believe him because he was a bit of an odd guy. Anyways, the layout of the house was weird. You walked in the door and were in a living room type space, and then you kept walking and there was a doorway to a bedroom, and past that was the kitchen. No doors, only door inside the apartment was to the bathroom and one that led to the shared basement. So my first night there was uneventful. I was a little uncomfortable because I hadn't lived by myself in a long time and was just feeling lonely and on edge. I stayed up late and then eventually fell asleep, but I woke up again around three in the morning. Cliché, I know. What woke me up was what sounded like a group of drummers were drumming on every flat surface of the living room. It went on for a while, and I was completely terrified. It was just a cacophony of sound. That's a fun word. Oh. Cacophony. After about two or three minutes, I finally gathered up the balls to get up and check on it. And as soon as I passed the threshold to the living room, it just stopped. Nothing happened the rest of the night, but I didn't get much sleep. A couple days later, a friend was visiting and he was about to leave. We were standing by the front door next to my bookshelf and I told him about how I was having trouble sleeping. And the story from the first night. As I was saying this, a book threw itself off the shelf and onto the floor three feet away. It had to fly past the dresser, the shelf was perched, and landed between the two of us. He just gave me a creeped out look and said he had to go. I don't blame him. Eventually I asked the guy in the other half what was up, as he had lived there for eight years, he told me that no one stayed longer than a year and they all reported the same shit. For whatever reason, he said nothing ever happened on his side. Doesn't make sense, but there it is. That's weird. Yeah. Is he still oh, living that's it? Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it to the story. Dude. They had a fucking book fly off their shelf. Okay. What the fuck? All right. So that was um scary um home alone stories. Uh although that Jeez, one wasn't really dude. home alone. By MJR Wafflecat. Yeah. The Reddit uh slash the the subreddit is do you have any army ghost stories? R slash army. So this is not a, a spoof account. Yeah. Or, or or a fake story account. This is right. real. We're yeah. trying to be real. For sure. He even yeah. responded to somebody with cr- a crappy story is like, no, I like actually want legitimate stories. Yeah. By MJR Wafflecat. I've shared this one before, but the unit I was in while in Korea was allowed to have one soldier on CQ at a time, because we had to meet manning requirements and 8A wouldn't accept the ETP our leadership would submit to exempt us from CQ. What's CQ? Good question. Let me look it up. Yeah. (laughs) There's a bunch of military terminology. Somebody just wanted to flex. Yeah. Here's my military um, knowledge. Of, ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, CQ is charge of quarters. CQ shifts rotate throughout the entire company oh. with just two soldiers, one non-commissioned officer and one lower enlisted uh, from the company per shift. Usually lasts 24 hours, regular duty station, 12 hours for basic. Oh, so it's literally just a station. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only one awake in the barracks, to my knowledge. Notice myself nodding off and did a check through to stay awake. I'm the only one awake in the barracks, to my knowledge. Notice myself nodding off and did a check through to stay awake. Walking through, I occasionally heard whispering. When I first heard it, I thought maybe someone was on the phone and didn't want to wake their roommate or neighbor and was in the center stairwell. 
But like I said, I heard it on each floor, and when I walked in the stairwell, it sounded like quiet talking. Something above a whisper, but not quite as loud as you would uh, if you were talking at work or something. However, no one was in the stairwell with me. The day rooms were all empty. Not a single sign of anyone awake besides me. It was weird. To keep myself from freaking out too much, I tried to convince myself that I was just tired and imagining things. Next one is a... Fuck. Dude, that's it? He never figured out what the whispering was? No. That's it. That's the story. That that was the end of uh, Mr. MJR... Oh my god. MJR Waffle Cat. Dude, I hate that, that he didn't get to yeah, figure out Yeah, there's no resolution with that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a, a, surprisingly, there's a lot of stories about orbs and lights and, and UFOs. Not surprising, actually. So, uh, let's talk about this one. This one is by The Halloween Pumpkin. It happened in Irwin. One night I was going to bed, and as I'm flicking off through the chant, uh, fl- oh, wow, it pops on. I thought, is my husband home? I yelled for him with no response. I book it to my bedroom and lock it for the rest of the night. The next morning, the light was still on, and two of my cabinets in my kitchen were open. Mm. Often, we felt like something was watching us. My youngest never wanted to go in his room because someone was standing in his room. We weren't the only ones who had very odd things happen in housing. We had someone who would post on Facebook that their cabinets would open, and they would. Feel someone watching them. They also saw a man in full uniform standing in the garage. They yelled at him, asking, what are you doing in our garage? And he literally walked right past them and didn't answer when her husband was asking, where do you think you're going? Ugh. Punch him. <sighs> That's Punch it. Him. Yep. Dude, chills. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Someone's uh, standing in the bedroom. Nasty. Where do you think you're going? Continues to just, like, just keep right walking. Past. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. I hate that. Nice. Freaky. All right. Let's see here. God damn, dude. Some shit is just weird. Yeah, like, uh, what was it? She said the light turned on and she thought it was her husband home. And then when she gets up, the light's still on and cap- some cabinets are open. Dude, that. is someone fucking breaking into, bar- like, the housing? Housing? I get yeah, Dude, yeah, I dude, fucking I doubt somebody would be breaking into military in full, housing. But they were in full uniform. Someone, like... Have like a master key and letting themselves into someone's like the the dude, multiple dude, houses. I don't know. Or it's a ghost. <laughs> oh, we got a ghost story. Carver boy. All right, here's my one and only ghost story. I was a young soldier at my first duty station. We'd been moved from Turner Barracks in West Berlin to Andrew Barracks across town while they remodeled Turner. It was summer in Berlin. It was a Sunday night. I was sitting in the barred window of a basement laundry just Berlin? Up the, uh, yes, this is in Berlin. It was Sunday night. I was sitting in the barred window of a basement laundry just up the street from the barracks. Pretty much all ground-level windows were barred on Andrews, so at the time I thought nothing of it. The laundry was near the end of a low corridor with overhead plumbing that you had to hit a timer switch to light. Oh, those suck. Mm-hmm. In the laundry aside from the washers and dryers, there were only two items of note. A KISS pinball machine, like the band, and an old jukebox. As I sit in the window reading a book, I have the place to myself. It's late, and Sunday night is my go-to for laundry for this very reason. Suddenly, I hear a noise. A metallic click and a whirl. It's coming from the jukebox. 
Since I'm the only one there, my first thought is I'm being pranked. I hop off the windowsill and dart to the hall, slapping the light timer. The hall is empty. I glance down at my Timex as the needle drops on a record. It's midnight on the dot. Music begins to blare from the jukebox. A cold sweat suddenly erupts, and I feel it trickle down my back. Living easy, I... Uh, oh yeah, this is the lyric. So living easy, I spring into action, wrenching the dryer open and slamming damp BDUs into my laundry bag. I want so badly to be anywhere else. I know damn well where this song is leading, and I have no intention in being in the laundry room where the chorus hits. Living easy, so the lyrics are living easy, loving free, season tickets on a one-way ride. I know damn well where the song is leading, and I have no intention in being in the laundry room when the chorus hits. I beat a hasty retreat back to the barracks in a fitful night of sleep. The next day, I say nothing to anyone until after final formation, I see an old, uh, older SSG on CQ. He's drinking coffee that is most likely spiked with Baileys, and he owns his second three-year hitch in Berlin, and not in my PLT. This is very picturesque yeah. for being a true story. Yeah. In short, he's the perfect person to ask about ghostly events. So I open up with, you ever hear of anything to grin? Well, for starters, talk to anyone over in HQ barracks, and they'll tell whoever was doing D and C in the hall to cut it out only to find an empty hall with only one central stairwell. I do not know what that military terminology yeah, is. Yeah, I don't... So encouraged by the fact maybe my story isn't so ridiculous, I broached the topic of the laundry. Anything in particular about the basement laundry, I ask. As a matter of fact, yes. I can tell by the way he rocks back in his chair and grins, I'm not going to be reassured by what comes next. The laundry was a cell where Hitler tortured his political rivals to death on the night of the Long Knives. I blinked a couple of times and then thanked him for the history lesson and decided late night laundry was no longer an option. <laughs> yeah, that's... So it turned out the laundry to these... Up the road from his military barracks was a torture chamber. A torture chamber. Wow, dude, he wrote that like a book. So I'm yeah, dude, I cannot believe that to one. Not believe what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my the man with the golden hair floating in the wind. I won't stop to him. And nah, dude, that is bullshit. Mm. Bullshit. No, 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 no. Well, it appears that that will be all for my segment, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to these. True, allegedly true, scary stories. Thanks for listening to the first episode of season four, guys. Episode 61. And the spookiest episode. If you guys liked what you heard, you listen to the ad. You know where to find us. You know what to do. Yes. Show us some love. And have a good Halloween. Halloween. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.